This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Kirk and Bonnie Samuelson with the topic of the Rebecca's Fund and the Ule Cemetery Perpetual Fund. Folks, welcome to the program. Thank you. Now, I always like to ask, how did you find this place? Uh, <laughs> well, I actually have to give my parents credit. Both my parents are fourth-generation Colorado, long uh, ranching history in Colorado, but not uh, Westcliff, more up in the Front Range. My dad, Pueblo, or Los Animas, my mom, Fort Collins. Anyhow, they were traveling around uh, the state, and uh, I had asked them to keep their eye open for a quiet ranching valley that uh, had no big chain stores, no skis, no big operating ski slopes and they neither of them ever been in the valley but back in 1989 they drove in saw the valley called me on the on the uh, local telephone booth and said we found it <laughs> so that's how i got here bought some land and built a house in 98 99 and been here since bonnie what's your history where were you from originally i'm originally from uh, illinois central illinois is where i was raised and then uh, after I graduated college, I moved to Chicago area in the western suburbs. And I was there for the better part of 30 years. We lived for a short time in Chicago. Uh, it's one of my favorite, favorite places. Uh, there's always a lot going on. In fact, I've lived in the two largest Polish cities in the world, Chicago and uh, Warsaw. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you also uh, spend some time in Scottsdale, I understand. Yeah, we have a part-time home in the winter. Uh, Scottsdale kind of run away from the cold a little bit when the cattle, <laughs> when the cattle aren't, aren't, aren't here, yes. We used to live in Houston, and I used to go to a meeting in Scottsdale in January. Houston in the wintertime is, can be pretty good, but Scottsdale, yeah. the oranges on the tree. Oh, it, yeah, it's nice. It was a great place to go. Yep. So, so let's talk a bit about the two funds to which you're connected. Okay. Uh, both of these are designated funds under the umbrella of the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation. Correct. Uh, under full disclosure, I'm a board member of the Community Foundation. So Rebecca's fund started in July of 18. Yeah, Rebecca passed away in March uh, of, of 18. And w under the advice of Vic Barnes, Dick Sturmer, a few other of my good friends, the concept came up that, you know, we ought to set up a fund in her memory and, and you know, obviously have people donate money to that instead of flowers. You know, that got started that way. And then it, from there, it's just really taken off. Now, it's been quite successful. Her interests were the visual arts. Yes. So was Rebecca a painter? Did yeah. she, she participated? Yeah, she loved the visual arts. She loved music too, but her real passion was the visual arts. She was a painter. She, she did some, some uh, artwork herself. She was a knitter. She loved knitting. She just loved all those aspects of art. And she even took lessons here locally with Sarah Woods and others and just was very passionate about it. And to her, we're living in the prettiest valley in the country, probably one of the prettiest in the world, and she just loved, loved the views here. Excellent. Rebecca's Fund is set up for uh, visual arts, especially aimed at school age. Well, what are some of the projects that have gone on in the last uh, X number of years? Rebecca really always felt that a lot of the, the children locally didn't have the opportunity to really appreciate all the art around them. 
and all the artists that happen to be here in the valley. You know, there's just some amazing artists here. And so she was always talking about how could we connect them. And so that's really what the vision of Rebecca's Fund is, is how do we connect local children to the artists and to the, to the visual beauty of, of the valley. And so Rebecca's Fund funds art classes for kids in the summer when they're out of school. It does projects with the school, and, you know, to help, you know, field trips with the school, uh, it just does a lot of things to expose the children to various uh, visual art opportunities. So the funds go toward uh, supplies, experiences, uh, etc. Yeah. yeah, it's it's mostly done with volunteers. So it's basically supplies, some transportation. There's been some field trips, Santa Fe, Denver, other places where art museums and so on with with uh, some of the children. But it also has been used to bring in some world renowned artists like Tom Flaherty, who came in, who is a Disney uh, illustrator. Tom was on our program here. It was quite fun. As I speak, uh, I speak that language of cartoon art. I know a lot of the history, and oh, what a great artist he is. And uh, very friendly, and uh, one thing that was really strong in the connection for the Rebecca's Fund is that he's very much into education of of kids. Yes, that's what it's about. Tell me a bit about the Santa Fe trip. I, I remember they visited the Georgia O'Keeffe Museum, uh, and which is a beautiful place. It right. really captures New Mexico. Right. No, they 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 visited there, and I, I believe they visited also Art Museum up in Denver. There's a bunch of them planned going forward too for uh, working with hand in hand with the school and and setting up some field trips. The Rebecca's Fund is one of the best funded of this type in the valley. As we mentioned before, it's a designated fund under the umbrella of the Community Foundation. Is there anything else you'd like folks to know about uh, Rebecca's Fund? It's continual. We, we plan to grow it into a, a, a size of fund so it will last forever. The idea is to be able to help generations going forward with education and appreciation of, of the visual arts. And I've been and we will com- remain committed to, to growing that fund. Great. Let me remind folks, we are visiting with Kirk and Bonnie Samuelson on the Rebecca's Fund and the Ule Cemetery Perpetual Fund. So let's talk a bit about the second fund, which is, if not brand new, it's one of the newest under the umbrella of the Community Foundation. Yes. What was the catalyst to get that started? Well, we saw the success with Rebecca's Fund. And Rebecca's actually buried in the Ule Cemetery. And so that's got, given me a chance to get some personal time, obviously, over at the cemetery. And really appreciated everything that was there and what the generations of local, primarily ranchers, had done to donate the land, donate the, the fences, the, you know, the trees, and so on. But in visiting with them, got talking about them, how could we set up a, a way to, to know that that beautiful cemetery could remain beautiful forever. How are the funds used? Sure. So the the Ule Cemetery has its own charita- charitable uh, ownership. It's I think it's considered a 501c13, but it's a mm-hmm. it's designated for for cemeteries and that's self-funded with, you know, selling the grave sites and that keeps you know, developing the, the cemetery and the land and, like I said, everything been donated. So what is really needed is how do we maintain this long past, you know, when, when the cemetery's full. And so that was the concept that we, we got talking about with the ULA Cemetery Board, and which is 
uh, uh, several of the local ranchers and families, that, long-term families here that, that, that are members of that board. And we, we got talking about the success of the Rebecca's Fund and said, is there some way we could work with Wet Mountain Community Foundation, again, work with Vic and, and others on the board and, uh, of Wet Mountain Community Foundation, and said, we'd like to start a fund so that we can build a trust with the ideas that, again, the trust would be of the size that it would cover the cost of maintenance and keeping it beautiful forever. And it looks like there's a fair amount of space left in the cemetery. Yes. Yeah, there's been some more land donated by some of the ranching families, and so they have room to uh, continue to, to grow the cemetery. But in doing so, there's still a lot of trees and roads and fencing. And, in fact, we just built a gate, you know, another gate entrance into the expanded part. There's a lot of things uh, on the list to do. Okay. So, Bonnie, you're part of the uh, board, I understand. Yes, uh, the board is con- consists of the Ule Cemetery Board, the original board, and then Vic Barnes and I have joined them in an advisory role. To get that community foundation link in there. Yes. And, and obviously you're, you're part of the family here now. So I understand that the original uh, cemetery started 1872. The Kettle family yes. donated it. Yes. So this goes back as far as the history of the Wet Mountain Valley. Yeah, it, it's truly a historic feature of the valley, and, and that's also part of this. We want to be able to maintain and preserve the history of that of that the summit. I understand from your literature that the name Ule probably came from Chief Ure, and there was a mistake at the post office, which uh, changed the spelling of it. That's the rumor. <laughs> I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's fact, but that's the story. And I think the, the, the Kettles were, were friends with the uh, Indian tribe, I know. For folks unfamiliar, Ule C- Cemetery is on Pines Road, I believe. Uh, that, uh, Bonnie, that's a beautiful area out there. Oh, yes. It's, um, it's set at the base of the mountains. It's been growing for years as ranchers have dedicated some of their land to it. And, you know, I'm new to the valley, in the short time that I've been here, it's apparent the appreciation and pride that the people have for their valley and the dedication that they have to helping the community thrive, inclusive of you know, the young kids, the education of the young kids, which is where Rebecca's Fund comes in. And so the Spirit Campaign platform is very appropriate for the introduction and raising awareness of the ULA Cemetery Perpetual Fund. And so we look forward to further educating the community on what we'd like to do with the fund as we go forward. The beautification, maintenance, all of that costs money. People who are in the community would like to, I think, help and support the final resting place for those who go before them and and eventually themselves. And both of these funds for 2021 uh, were part of the Spirit Campaign, and that will continue... uh from here on out, I'm sure. Yes, correct, in, including the matching and along with other matching that, that's being provided. And you had mentioned that along with the spirit campaign matching, both these funds have some internal matching also. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's been obvious in the Rebecca's Fund as it's grown quite nicely correct. O- over just a few years. Uh, Bonnie and Kirk, uh, we're running short of time, but any final thoughts? Well, as far as the Ule Cemetery Perpetual Fund, you know, this year was the introduction of, of this fund, but we are looking for 
more creative ideas so that we can build on this fund in the future. If anybody has any good ideas or ways that we can continue to raise money during the year, not just during the Spirit Campaign, but during the year, or if anyone has ideas of how we could further beautify the cemetery or things that they would like to see out there, we are open to any and all ideas. Yeah, in fact, my mother just passed away, and and, uh, we had a family plot in Fort Collins, and we put her to rest in the final plot there. But while we were there in in May, we were looking around, and there's so many things that they've done with that cemetery that Bonnie and I got thinking about all kinds of ideas. We're kicking around with the ULA Cemetery Board, different ideas of things we can do to to kind of do what some of these other uh, really, really nice cemeteries have done. Great. Well, good luck on that, uh, and thanks for stopping by to talk about uh, Rebecca's Fund and the Ule Cemetery Perpetual Fund. Well, thank you, Gary. We've been visiting with Kirk and Bonnie Samuelson. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a